everyone, this is Talia Full Tilt and I am your hostess, Talia Ginsberg. So I love TED Talks uh, and I have applied to give a TED Talk numerous times. I am sure they're gonna be giving me a call back any day now. They don't wanna come across over eager, I get it. But uh, recently I listened to a TED Talk that particularly stuck with me. It's, it's on YouTube, it's called uh, What I Learned from 100 Days of Rejection. And it was interesting, the speaker was funny. Uh, basically this guy, Jia Jang, when he was a little kid, he had this experience of rejection that really stood with him. Uh, but at the same time was a very motivated, ambitious person. And so these two things were kind of at war. So fast forward many years and he's an entrepreneur and he gets an investment opportunity and gets rejected. And initially this really deflated him, he felt very down. And then he decided, no, he was gonna take this and make it a learning opportunity. And so he Googled how to overcome the fear of rejection. And he came across this thing called rejection therapy. And there was this like 30 day, I don't know, program's the right word or system. And he decided instead what he was gonna do was have 100 days of rejection. He was gonna intentionally put himself in situations for 100 days where he was gonna have inevitable rejection and film it in the vlog, uh, which is also on YouTube. And yeah, it's really cool. Like as an example, one of the videos that he talked about in the TED talk that I, I also watched was he went to a restaurant, got a hamburger, and then ate it and then went back up to the the cash register and asked for a hamburger refill. But yeah, I don't want to give too much away because obviously you can go watch it. You should go watch it. Uh, but yeah, just listening to his story made me think of myself um, as I do, first and foremost, and my own experience with rejection. And well, and it kind of sounds like I'm about to brag and that's not what I intend. I, d I feel like I don't really have a fear of rejection. In fact, I think a little fear of rejection could do me good maybe make me a little less obnoxious, perhaps. But yeah, I think I'm always constantly putting myself in a situation of almost inevitable rejection. Like when it comes to Talia Fultel, for an example, frankly, if I saw Meryl Streep walking around, I'd say, Meryl, I'd love to have you on my show, <laughs> please. Because I just think, you know, there's no harm. If, if you really shoot your shot for something and you get a no, it's still a win because you put yourself out there and, and that's a good feeling. And then if someone says yes, uh, you know, if Meryl Streep goes, yeah, Talia, I would love to come on and talk about the Double Wears Prada and just hang out, then, then you win anyway. But yeah, this made me think about being a kid and I had a fun little story sort of about rejection that I wanted to share. Uh, so I was in eighth grade, so about 13 years old, and for context, weird kid, no offense to my younger self. Uh, and we had the morning announcements at my middle school and once a week they'd let me go on the morning announcements and the other kids would tell me that their teachers would lower the volume on Wednesdays. So uh, I didn't let that didn't let that get to me though, but uh, I was in eighth grade and I had a crush on a boy in my PE class and he was the quietest person in the world. And for me, that was perfectly ideal. And we heard that there was gonna be an eighth grade dance and I thought to myself, by golly, of course, I need to ask out this guy to the dance. Oh, you know, the person who's never acknowledged my existence. And so I had it, and first of all, poor kid, like can you imagine being the most shy person ever and then the loudest bitch in the room has a crush on you? Like, 
he did not deserve it. But I had it all planned out. I was gonna ask him for the dance after PE class one day. And I remember the day of, I wore this like Lucy tank top. And I specifically remember that I asked my friend if she could bring me that morning her banjo. If you don't know what that is, they were in style for a hot second there. Basically is just a band that some people wear in place of a bra. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm gonna look so scandalous. I'm gonna look hot. Uh, which the best part of that was this was years before I had boobs, years. So, you know, I had, unfortunately, a lot of confidence and even more delusion. But I, PE class happened. Afterwards, I went up to him and I said, hello, would you like to go to the dance with me? And he said, no. And that was the only word I ever heard him say. So, but you know what? It didn't deter me. I mean, it didn't, it didn't break me down for years afterwards. I, I asked out many guys. Well, I mean, I don't want to say many, but I asked out guys. I mean, probably more than you. Um, whatever. But you know what? I was just thinking though, is it, I, I typically like quieter guys. And if it was reversed, if a guy was like, I love a quiet woman, that would sound really misogynistic. Although now that I think of it, that kind of happened to me. Uh, once I was hanging out with this guy and he essentially said that he likes me, but when it comes to, you know, being in a relationship with someone, he likes a woman who's a bit more quiet and organized, which first of all, I didn't want to date him either. Oh, how presumptuous. Second of all, the he never went into my home. Like he, he said, oh, I'm chatty, therefore I must be disheveled. Which, yeah, maybe I am a little disheveled, but he didn't know that. I don't want him to assume that. And then he had the audacity to be offended when I said I didn't want to hang out anymore. Which, like, listen, I'm in my mid-twenties. Obviously, I've had casual relationships before, but it's all about delivery. Because what he essentially said to me was, oh, I like you enough to spend time with you. Maybe touchy-touchy. But I don't like you enough to want to be near. Like, you're not good enough. I mean, that's basically what he was saying. Uh, do you know how much I would have to disrespect myself to, to say, okay, fine, uh, yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. It is so nice. No. Anyway, that's the episode. Everybody, thank you so much again for tuning in. There's always going to be more coming your way. So stay tuned. Thank you and goodbye.